You're listening to the Am Writing Fantasy Podcast. In today's publishing landscape, you can reach fans all over the world. Query letters are a thing of the past. You don't even need a literary agent. There is nothing standing in the way of making a living from writing. Join two best-selling authors who have self-published more than 20 books between them. Now, on to the show with your hosts, Autumn Burt and Jasper Schmidt. Hello, I am Jasper. And I'm Autumn. This is episode 136 of the Am Writing Fantasy Podcast. And you know, I always love these top 10 episodes, Autumn. Oh, they are definitely some of the f- most fun ones we record. I have to admit that I rather enjoy them as well. <laughs> and today we've created two competing lists, five <laughs> entries each of the worst characters ever. <laughs> yes, and I just confessed to you before we started recording that if it wasn't for a sheer chance of luck, I mean, I meant to go into uh, where we keep our podcast list and check it sooner, but I kind of checked it this morning because of another reason and made me realize, like, oh, I have to come up with five characters. So I I kind of queried my parents, um, my husband. <laughs> but oh, you were- cheated. Well, none of them were actually helpful, but they helped get my mind going as well as the last minute panic that always helps uh, us procrastinators, I suppose. <laughs> so, you I know, think we'll a lot of see. listeners can probably relate to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel my list is pretty solid. I even put it in order, so I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I come very, very prepared, so uh, I have some really annoying characters for you today. <laughs> I can't wait to, I'm guessing, hear them, but <laughs> knowing what you come prepared with. Yes, of course, I have some sound clips because uh, it makes it a bit funnier <laughs> to listen to uh, as for the podcast listeners as well. Yeah. One day, I swear, I will come prepared enough to have emailed you some sound clips to play for me when I ask you. <laughs> Maybe. Well, that would be pretty cool. That would, that would be... Um, I deserve a cookie if I do that. Yeah. No, but I already feel better about it because last time we had a top 10 last month, yes. you came really prepared and you... Uh, and of course, yeah. I do like yeah. to win these uh, lists. And uh, last month, you came so prepared that I was a bit nervous already from the start whether <laughs> I had a better list than you. But now that you're saying you, you only realized this morning, I feel much better already. Yeah, we'll have to see. I, I'm so curious if we'll actually... I have one on my list that I... Th- think you'll have as well he has a, a dishonorable mention for me okay <laughs> but we'll cool. see. i'm curious to see if we end up with the same and i try to keep everything actually related to fantasy slash superhero i try to actually keep it in genre so oh i, I didn't do that i didn't uh, i just thought of the most annoying characters i could think of so uh, i almost so did but i decided we... to go for that extra challenge of in genre okay okay well that is pretty cool, I'll admit that, but uh, it also means oh, that our you. lists are probably not overlapping. That's kind of good, but oh, thank you for admitting I did extra late minute, last minute homework. So <laughs> yeah, that that that's pretty cool. You earn a few pro- points for that, but, but just a few. Okay, well that's that's all right. I already <laughs> start ahead. That's all that matters. <laughs> so how are things over there for you? Uh, good. We had 30 degrees this weekend. Well, Ooh, that's Celsius, so that would be yeah. like 86, 90 Fahrenheit, something that's like warm. that. Yeah, so we spent the entire Saturday at the beach. Oh, so that was that's pretty exciting. cool. Yeah, Very cool. Because with, with the new apartment here, we live like 100 meters from the beach, so yeah. so that's pretty lovely. Um, but I, I also have to admit that we actually are starting to wish to move back into a house. Oh, I bet. I'm sure the small apartment, as much as it's nice to be that close to the ocean, there's nothing. Living in a small cabin as I do, I would give anything for like my own office space and to be able to close a door and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm sure you're feeling the pinch right now. Yeah, I am. There's just, I mean, the the neighbor or the area here is really nice, but it's Mm -hmm. it's just not enough space in here in this apartment. So. But but we had a, a building plot in in mind as well, where we uh-huh. want to build a new house. But actually, some new challenges have surfaced because mm. the city council started to make plans about putting a road 
right next to the place where we want to build a house. Awesome. So that's not good. No. Um, <laughs> there is a town hall meeting this Thursday, so I'll attend that and try to learn a bit more. But uh, if they do end up building the road where they are talking about mm-hmm. building the road, at the, there's no decision made yet, but that's what they're talking about. But if they do do that... Mm-hmm. Then, well, we need to find alternatives. And honestly, I don't know where that should be. So, <sighs> because the, at the end of the day, the challenge here is that we want to build a house close enough for the kids to be able to go to school, you know, by themselves u- using the bicycle or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if you get too far away, that's not no longer possible. Right. So that limits sort of our options. But it's just, it's just politicians being weird because... This particular route where they apply, they're talking about building the road was actually looked at like three years back. Uh-huh. And it was discarded as a possible road uh, back then because it goes straight through a forest where oh. there's also an endangered species of bats living. Oh, well, that's so, not right. And then all of a sudden the politicians sort of put it back on the table and say, well, let's build a road there. <laughs> and uh, then, of course, a lot of people started complaining because there's also people living in that area already. And one thing is, of course, the endangered species. But the other thing is that it goes straight past a house? neighborhood where people live, right? Uh. So people started complaining. And then the um, the mayor of this town, she was like wondering why why is people complaining about this road? And uh, I mean, nobody has ever ever said that it was a problem before and, and so on and so on. It's like, well, maybe nobody's complaining because this was discarded three years ago. So nobody thought it would ever happen. Oh, but I don't know. This is just politicians being politicians, uh, right? They make no sense. They're, they're an alien no. species. <laughs> That's why we never talk politics on this That's episode. True. On these episodes. <laughs> That's true. We don't want to go there. <laughs> no. <laughs> but how about you? How are things going on your side of the Atlantic? Oh, it's been good. It was fun. My husband came home for like a week and a couple of days and he's back off to uh, rafting guiding. And actually he even raft guided when he was here at a, a place that was only 45 minutes south. So I got to see him a few days before he ran off again all of a sudden and but we had some beautiful weather it was like a perfect week where it was just in the 70s cool enough nights that you actually need a blanket and it was lovely and then yeah as soon as he left it like hit the high 80s with super high humidity it felt like oh yeah yeah. Um, it felt like when I was in Mexico and the times I've traveled to like Mexico and Acapulco and Costa Rica, where you wake up in the morning and the sea air has stilled. And so that humidity off the ocean is just sitting on top of you. And you're like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine what it's going to be like at three in the afternoon. But by then the sea breeze kicks up and it's lost so much better. But those mornings where everything is still and damp and you hold up a piece of paper and it kind of goes, phew. <laughs> so, that's been it's it's just damp i've always wanted to live on a sailboat and i said i won't ever get another sailboat because i've had two in my life and i went once a third but i said i wouldn't get one until i can live on it and like travel on it and as much as i want to there's days when oh, you wake up that oh. humid and you're like oh i don't know if i could do this 24 7 and no wi-fi no, actually, we got that problem solved. After traveling for four years across the country, we have repeaters and cell phone towers. Yeah, but if you're if you're sailing in the middle of the ocean, well, yeah, well, that's in the middle of the ocean. Most of the time, you're around land, though. That's only like a one two week window, so I'm not that worried about those times. We okay. wouldn't do too many crossings. Oh my god, I would never want to live on a boat. I'm way too luxury minded <laughs> to do that. <laughs> I want my couch showers? and my Netflix and all those uh, things and showers and you can. Yeah. You just have to download the Netflix before you go, and then you can just binge watch it while the other person's at the tiller. Yeah, but still, there's no showers, and uh, there's again a good not boat too much has showers. A good boat has showers. Well, okay, yeah, okay. If you have like a luxury boat, maybe yeah. <laughs> Uh, most of the sailboats I've been on, I wouldn't go for anything. Anything that can cross the Atlantic has got to have a shower, even if yeah. you're on deck. <laughs> Let's put it that way. You want to have a head and a bathroom. So I, I think my adventure itch, honestly, is 
acting up a little bit. I've been good ever since my husband got back from whitewater rafting and lost like 20 pounds. We've been getting up even earlier. I mean, he's getting up at like 4.30 and I'm getting up about 5, 5.15 in the morning. And yeah, every other day I either go for a run and the next day I usually do some yoga and some stretch exercises. And I'm feeling so much better and suddenly I'm feeling so much better. And oh my gosh, I just want to go hiking again. I want to uh, I want to get on my motorcycle, which I don't have here because I don't have enough room for it. And I want uh. a sailboat. So I think I'm just you have getting... cabin fever. Autumn. I have cabin it's, fever. It's all the all the editing, and you're just sitting around in cabin editing books all the time. You're going <laughs> crazy. <laughs> or drawing. I mean, I've gotten some wonderful uh, working on some wonderful um, book covers and fantasy maps. So that's lovely. But and I love every day I wake up and think, oh, I'm so lucky I get to do this. But I have to admit, you know, they just opened up the Inca Trail, and there's a new trail down in Peru I want to do, and I'm like. Yeah, I need I need to get this out of my system sometime soon, or I'm I'm gonna just send you a note saying, ran off to Antarctica. I'll <laughs> yeah. be back soon. <laughs> I'll see if they have a VPN down there, but otherwise, okay. see you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. A week on the internet with the Am Writing Fantasy Podcast. We have something quite exciting to mention. Um, and I don't know, perhaps it's the summer heat getting to us or the cabin <laughs> fever or something like that. Who knows? But <laughs> it's something. <laughs> yeah, something is getting to us. Uh, and if you work out what it is, let us know because we don't know ourselves. <laughs> but <laughs> send me more. <laughs> yeah. But we decided to offer everyone on our email list a massive discount to be used on either of our two flagship courses. Yes. So within the next three to four weeks or thereabouts, we are going to email out a voucher code giving probably, I think it's going to be $150 off any of our two courses. Yeah. But maybe you could just explain a bit about what are these two courses, Autumn? Oh. You just don't. I, I always talk. like to drop stuff like that on you. <laughs> You're like, oh, you build the website, you talk about it. These yeah. are our two premium courses. So we have the Ultimate Fantasy Writer's Guide, which is our first one we put. Well, actually, um, what's in a name was our first one we put out, but this is our first premium one we put out, and it is a 12 module complete course of not only how to develop an idea and write well, but then how to edit, market, build a platform, how to format, how to upload to Amazon, because, oh my gosh, if you have not done that yet, there's times where it's not that hard, but the first time is like, what? <laughs> there's a lot of what moments. <laughs> what is this? I got to Google what they're talking about. So it covers all of that and then how to keep growing your author platform. So that's a one-stop shop, everything you need to know about developing an author business and becoming a writer, which, you know, I think that's a pretty good start for courses. But then we decided we want to do a world building course. And this is, this is the one, if you've been following along in the podcast that took us, oh, Two, two, and years, years? two and a two half years, years two and a half years, yeah, yeah. It was it's massive, massive. Which I don't want to say that because I don't want people to be like afraid of taking the course. Going, oh my god, it's massive, it's massive. It's actually wonderful and incredibly well organized. And you don't have to do every video. There's like these optional places and extra information, and it's just wonderful. I mean, it takes you from again the kernel of you have to start with a kernel of a story. You can develop one as you do it, but it helps you develop a world, world build a story along with the world so that the two are intertwined and inseparable and unique and just wonderful. And then it teaches you, you know, all the components you need to build that world to fit the story so that you don't get lost with world builders disease or just lost in your own world for six <laughs> years. We, we try to not that might make to it- be too bad, actually. <laughs> That's, well, I guess if it's a portal there and it's a world where you can, you know, at least be an avatar that could kick butt, that would be a good yeah. option. That sounds uh, pretty I'll good. That. Yeah. Uh, that would cure my itchy feet, actually. So if anyone oh, has yeah, that too. Sitting around, <laughs> let me know. But otherwise, you can take the course and learn to build a world and develop your story and all the components so that when you're done, you not only have an amazing world, you have a story that you are ready to write to go with it. And then the final modules actually go into how to weave the two together without info dumping, how to bring the story to life in different ways so that you can really engage the reader. 
I think if you're a writer and you are world building and you just really want to bring out something amazing, I think it's a fantastic course. We've used it and test ran it ourselves for our world of Elysium. So we know it works and it's pretty darn good. So those are our two primary courses. Yeah, and it'll teach you everything like creating cultures, creating history, uh, creating guilds. groups and cults and guilds and uh, magic systems and maps and everything, everything. is in there. So it's uh, yeah. So if any of that interests you, and you would like a massive discount, then oh, yeah. uh, we will include a link in the show notes that from where you can just uh, add in your email address because then you're going to get on our email list. And then you're also going to get that email when we send out the voucher code. And uh, you can simply uh, use that one and uh, get the course at a very low price. That's pretty cool. I think that's fantastically cool. Yeah, we must be a little crazy this summer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but the thing is that the, these uh, courses are self-paced as well. So you can dip in and out as you please. And uh, you can, of course, do it from the safety of your own home. And on to today's topic. So uh, we agreed that this top 10 list of the worst characters ever right. could be from either books that we've read or it could also be from movies we've seen. Um, Absolutely. And that probably also means that since we're not going with some of the past top 10 lists we've made, we created something completely made up. But yeah. in this case, we're actually using characters that exist either in written works or in movies. So that means that maybe some listeners will disagree with us here, Autumn. I think they might. I, Yeah, I. it was funny because I did Google some other lists and there was a few characters. I was like, I like that character. How can you say <laughs> that? So I expect some disagreement. I expect someone to say, no, 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 there are worst characters. But... I these are the ones that are near, not so near and dear to my heart, I suppose. Not yet. <laughs> I I chose ones that were worse for a variety of reasons, maybe a little illustrative of some points. Um, and so I went kind of along those lines. So they're worse for not just their actions or just poor acting. I I avoided poor acting just to give people yeah, a yeah. break. Yeah. And yeah. I have to admit, I didn't choose any book ones just because if the character was that bad, I most likely didn't finish the book unless they were just like a tertiary character in the background. And I promptly right. just erased them from my mind. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and as we normally do with these top 10 lists, we are trying to come up with the best worst list. Best so worst. in the end, we'll also have to work out who actually won Autumn. All right, we'll have to see which one we came up with. But remember, I got some bonus yeah. points for sticking to genre, so I'm already ahead as we get off the started off well, the gate. Yeah, I said uh, a, a small <laughs> bonus point, but I, I can hear you already made it like into bonus points. I did. So I yeah, multiply. I can hear I'm that. Faye, what a ha this is what happens when you <laughs> gave give a Faye anything. Yeah, that that is actually true. <laughs> but uh, honestly I also I think e even though I tried to prepare well for this episode um I also have to say that it was actually quite hard because yes. I wanted to try to find characters that were so bad that they <laughs> basically made me want to stop watching the movie or the series so yes. when it's that bad you know that you got the worst of the worst but on the other hand it's also pretty difficult to find the ones that are truly that bad yes i agree i've watched some really bad movies as we've mentioned in previous podcasts on worst lists where i i binge watched all of <laughs> oh, yeah, Science theater that. 2000 <laughs> you're like why did you rot your brain with those but they were fantastically <laughs> yeah. horrible but yeah to find <laughs> characters and especially to then to try to remember these characters that I absolutely let, you know, spark some kind of level of hate where I didn't just forget them. It actually wasn't that easy, but no, and I, have to I, don't, admit, I don't think I think there's a few worse characters I could have probably chosen if I thought longer or had more time, but I feel very satisfied with my list. It, it's a good illustrative example list. Okay. Well, <laughs> I still feel like because you weren't, uh, you are not as prepared as me. I, I have to, I have to win this one. Otherwise, I'll feel disappointed. 
but, uh, but we'll oh, see how it goes. Um, yeah. So who's starting out here with number five? I think I start, or you started last time, to be honest, which is unusual for Faye, but uh, I'm trying to be nice to you. <laughs> so I guess it is my turn to go first, if you would like. Okay, then uh, then come with your number five. All right, I'll have at it. So my least of the worst is actually Sabrina Spellman from The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is a Netflix remake from the books of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Ah, uh, yeah. oh, is, that, is that new one, is it? It's the new one. I heard some very bad and... things about the series, but oh yeah. Uh, I chose her, but honestly, the entire cast... Um, again, not for the acting, but for the roles and the plots and just, oh, they were just so pathetic, except for two characters. There were two I actually liked, which is Ambrose Spellman and Prudence. And there's a part in the second series, which I began watching, and then it was just so bad, I turned it off saying, I never want to see this again. <laughs> um, but there was a point where they were tag-teeing off to go and hunt down uh this former head teacher evil dude. And I'm like, darn, I could watch a spinoff of the two of them as hunters. You know, they were fantastic. But the rest of the cast, I was just rooting for more deaths. I think more of them needed to die so badly. I can't even get into what was horrible. It just, it was so tropish. They're just teenagers, maybe. I don't know, but I really abhorred them. So it was just like annoying in the way that you couldn't put your finger on. Yeah, just bad. The characters themselves weren't very deep. The spells were pathetic. Uh, the foresight was horrible. They made stupid mistakes just to keep the plot running. Things were inconsistent about them from one episode to the next. Okay. And it was just, so again, a lot of it was bad writing, but just there was no substance and there was nothing in the character i really wanted to root for i didn't care if the devil sucked her down to hell it would have been fine it would have been more interesting maybe she would have learned a lesson i was so pathetic there was a boyfriend that bounced back and forth in a really stupid love triangle that i just wanted to pound my head against the wall she cured her best friend's blind blindness after not being able to cure it after curing it not curing it i was just I couldn't. Oh, what take a mess! It. it was a mess. It was but a mess. It almost sounds a bit like it, it. It almost sounds like a bit like it's the series that is bad, and I mean the characters well, but it, it sounds like the series yeah. as a whole is just as bad as the character. Let's just say when the road, the second part of the series starts out that they're trying to go to hell to rescue Sabrina's boyfriend, and. Not only is it super easy to get into hell after a whole first season where they could never find the way there, and demons were trying to rise up to Earth and it ends up like like a doorway they could go, but it ended up mimicking the Wizard of Oz and the all the way down to the Tin Man and the Lion, and uh, that's where no. I said no, just done, done. If you, no, this you're is your lack me. of imagination, just no. And if anyone out there likes it, just tell me why because I don't get it. It was horrible, horrible writing. Jesus. But yeah, the characters too. Um, the characters were just they lacked any depth and I just couldn't do it. Okay, well I have not watched that series but now I know I'm not gonna watch it either. <laughs> Double dog, Daria. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. <laughs> Good answer. I did that to my husband once and he still blames me for getting sick off of a piece of chocolate. I told him he didn't have to take the double dog there. Jeez. <laughs> okay, so I have a number, number five, five as well. Yeah. All right. Let's and hear it. I'm going to start out strong here. All because right. This character is the most irritating and obnoxious character that I've ever come across. Oh, this is going to be good. Bad, good, bad. <laughs> yeah. She was actually the first one I thought of for my list here oh, today. <laughs> excellent. Because she truly made me want to stop watching. Wow. And you've probably watched Friends, Autumn, have you? I have. It's been years. I am not a Friends worshipper, unfortunately. But 
if you if you can remember, what is the worst character in the cast of Friends that you can think of? Maybe Phoebe. Okay, I don't know. So it's been so long. <laughs> listen to this sound clip and then just okay. tell me that this is not annoying. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> you seek me out. Something deep in your soul calls out to me like a oh. foghorn. Janice, Janice. You want me. You need me. You can't live without me. And you know it. You just don't know you know it. <laughs> no. That is Janice Lippmann from my friend uh, from Friends, and my oh. God, that character is just so incredibly annoying. It's amazing. I can honestly say I do not remember watching an episode with her in it. So obviously, I did oh not watch all the God. episodes. But yeah, that's that that's pretty. That actually reminds me of a show that again I probably um could have used that character, but I can't even remember the name of the show. It has been so whitelisted from my brain to spare my sanity. Right. Oh. So but, what uh, else yeah, does she, she do? Is, well, she's just so incredibly annoying, and it's like both the way she speaks, and she's so stupid as well, oh, and no. she's so obnoxious and does don't understand that other people don't sort of like what she does, and and her laugh is so annoying that it's incredible, and it's just made like that on purpose, obviously, but it it really works in the sense that when I had to come up with a list of Characters that actually made me want to stop watching. That was her. Jesus, she's annoying. So uh, I think that's a pretty good start for number five. That is a pretty good start for number five. Like I said, it does remind me now of some show I did watch. She had The character had that exact same accent, and I was kind of like, I'm not watching this. I don't care. I'm not doing it. But yeah, no, I, I can't remember what it was. Sorry. So I can't even bring up her name. But yeah, that, that, that's a, that's a pretty bad one. Yeah, pretty bad. So your number four. My number four is actually Syndrome from The Incredibles. I don't know if you watch that. So that's the animated no. cartoon. Uh, I love animation because I actually studied it when I lived in Manchester, UK. And so I just, that was the old time stuff with like paper and pencils. And oh my gosh, what they can do now with computers is amazing. But Syndrome annoys me because I like powerful villains with cold hearts and decisive right. actions and he's just nothing he is still he's got a good backstory but even up until the present day when he is trying to kill off superheroes he's doing it because he's the whiny little kid who wants to be a superhero and just isn't good enough and he's still not good enough and he dies stupidly and it's just blah <laughs> it's just not it's all mushy <laughs> it's not what i want in a villain and i think when you have a really bad villain that it ruins a lot of the story. A lot of the, you could have really fantastic characters, and if they're up against a squishy villain, you're like, "What? You're wasting them." So I just found Syndrome just pathetic. Hmm. Okay. I I don't know. Honestly, I don't know it, but ah. um, but it is important, and we we have talked about over and over again the importance of having strong villains. Oh yeah. So uh, it definitely destroys a story if if there's just like this really both weak but annoying villain. Oh, yeah. And I could say something about a villain in the last Star Wars movies, but I'm probably not going to go there because then somebody <laughs> will jump on me and kill me. Yeah, so. do not touch Star Wars. Sacred. No, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Let's go on to your number four then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number four. I have another clip prepared here. Uh, of course, you so do. <laughs> of course, I have clips for all five. Of course, oh, Autumn, because that's what I, it's going to bring home the victory. Bonus points. Yeah, that, that sort of uh, actually cancels out your bonus point and gives it to me. I think. But... I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear. This. Okay, so in this scene, mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters of the show has just been picked up by the character that I really don't like. Uh, so you're going to hear a male voice and a woman in this clip. And uh, okay. it's the woman that I don't like. Okay. okay. But I'll explain okay. afterwards. So you, you can right. just listen to it. I, I don't think you can guess who this is, to be honest. But uh, just have a listen and I'll explain. 
been walking for three days. Thank God you came along. Where are you going? Going home to America. New York. New York? This is where we're going. Do you have family there? No. Uh, we need to find this man. Maya, no. Dr. Suresh. Dr. Suresh, do you know what series that is from? No, I do not. It doesn't ring a bell at all. No, it's from Heroes. Has it? Yeah. Let's oh, see, I don't know if I've watched that now that you say that. So okay. why well, Heroes don't you like actually, her? Well, it's actually a pretty good series. So in this okay. scene, the, the male voice is Skylar, who is okay. like a really like badass character, and I really like him. And he's just been picked up by this uh, woman called Maya. And um, Maya is just like the opposite of Skylar. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the, the problem I have with her is that she always comes across as so incredibly helpless. <sighs> and she's never able to sort of work out herself what she's supposed to do. Uh, so she always depend on the other characters to sort of take her hand and lead her down the path of wherever or whatever is mm-hmm. going to happen. And of course, the same thing applies in our writing. Uh, you don't want to see characters that doesn't know how to think for themselves because those characters yeah. are just so annoying. They and are. I really got quite worked up by this Maya character, <laughs> to be honest. And she just ruined every single episode she was in. And unfortunately, in the later seasons, she's in there quite a lot. Oh, no. It is so annoying. <laughs> and it's funny you so, say that because a lot of the t- the lists I saw they listed a different character. Ginny Weasley was actually listed quite a lot for the exact same reasons. It's like, she never does anything. Her like biggest fame is that she marries um, Harry Potter for whatever reason. And no one's like, she casts two spells in the entire show. She breaks into the chamber of secrets and they find her sleeping on the floor. I mean, she's just pathetic. And so, yeah, yeah I, that is a huge reader no-no to have a character that is just never manages to stand up on on her or his own two feet. Yeah, indeed. And it, it's so annoying to watch and, or, or read, for that matter. It's uh, Yeah. yeah you just I just don't like that. And, and I think Maya is a, like, this Maya character is the perfect example of what I don't want in characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, that's a top, top number two. So that's pretty, or number four, I should say. All right. Yeah, hey, I was only number four. I still have the three yeah. best ones left. So well, I'm already sort of blowing you out of the water and I only just started. Oh, wow. So you think. All right. You ready for my number three then? <laughs> yeah. So this one I didn't even have any problem thinking of. Um, it's a character I really don't like. And that is Bella Swan from the Twilight series. Oh, my God. <laughs> you agree, then? So I could have put her on. I did not put her on my list, but I could have. Yes, I despised her. And I'm mean, not just the movies. I read the books and I read the books purposely because they were so popular and I wanted to know why you know what in the writing was so right and i read the books despite bella swan because i absolutely hated her she was just i don't even know where to start but she needed a big dose of like growing up really fast being a lot less less self-absorbed stuff wishy-washy over edward versus oh the now i can't remember his name other than the wolf thing jacob yeah yeah jacob i oh no just and what was worse is that for the books, I mean, the movie, you can almost put up with it because the characters, you know, it's a movie, you're watching things, it's a little less um, internal. The books, yeah. it's written in first person. And so you were literally in her head for three quarters of the novel. And it's just, or novels, I read the whole series. <laughs> oh, it's just, you feel icky. I'm sorry, I felt icky after reading her chapters. I was just, you know, dunk me in an ocean so I can clean myself off. I did not like her at all. <laughs> No, and actually, you know, saying that it, it is slightly strange to think about because we talk a lot about the importance of making good characters and how, how mm-hmm. do you make good characters and what makes them likable and how it's important and so on. And then when you think of something like Bella Swan and how massive a success that series has been with a main character that is not likable at all, no. that is a bit counterintuitive. <laughs> 
I don't understand, <laughs> actually. <laughs> well, obviously, there's a lot of people who either relate to her or like yeah, the maybe, maybe. tropes of the series despite her. But, oh, I don't know. Her maybe we're going to get like, a lot of listeners on our back here if we're just like, maybe. no, she's the best characters ever. <laughs> but if you think she is, why? Tell me what about her resonates with you because admittedly I was a tomboy I have motorcycles I played with matchboxes I don't get the whole I've never been romantic like ooing over someone my entire life except maybe my husband but I don't get it I don't get it I don't get her at all she makes me want to smack her upside the head and tell her to grow up and you know go dig a ditch in Africa and we'll talk later that is a good number three autumn I I can agree with that one Yay! Yes. Point for me. All right. So yeah, that, that's yours. a point. That's okay. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Number three here is even more annoying than Janice Littman f- okay. uh, from uh, number five. So this is a bit of a blast from the past. Um, okay. And you can probably recognize it because I think there's a good chance that you also, like me, watched this series growing up. Okay. Um, hmm. Or at least I tried to watch it. Okay. <laughs> Because we'll back then we didn't have any streaming services, so you watched whatever <laughs> was on TV. And yet, even though this was the only thing that was on, this character annoyed me so much that I would rather do nothing than watching more of this series. <laughs> Gosh. So I'm just going to play this little sound clip here, and I think you might be able to guess who right. it is. I'll see. Okay, I'm going to stop it there. It's, oh, I can't take how loud and annoying her voice is. Can, I, can you recognize it? I recognize it and I cannot think of the show, but I do recognize it. I have seen it. And as soon as you tell me, I'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the nanny show, right? It's, it's Fran. That's right. Oh, she's shit. so annoying. Yeah, but it's, it's not only her nasal voice that makes this character really annoying. It's also that constant relationship building between her character and Mister Sheffield that just sort of yeah. it goes up and down and blah blah blah, blah and blah. round and round and it's it's just getting on my nerves. Yeah, it's like when it's like it's oh plotted off of a soap opera where it's like, do they? Don't they? Do they? Don't they? It's, oh, just please make up your mind. Either love each other or hate each other. Don't do both. It, it's so annoying. That I is really, that one- really, really find that character annoying (laughs) i'm also starting to think that you don't like that new york new jersey accent but maybe i'm wrong (laughs) maybe i don't know i've never thought about that but maybe i don't know i only i say that because i know my husband uh that is an accent he's got a boston kennedy accent and uh, he says cars and stuff like that so it's about the opposite of new york um they have a good rivalry with new york boston does so he's pointed yeah, out that accent that, yeah. quite a lot yeah he doesn't yeah. like it <laughs> ah, okay all right that's a, that's all right. A, she's definitely an annoying one okay, all right good. you ready yeah. for the next one i, I don't so know too. if you've Number two. watched this series yet but sheldon sampson aka utopia in jupiter's legacy which is a new netflix one so you don't watch a lot of superheroes one. So I didn't think you'd watch this no, one. No, because but it's, I don't I don't like know, superhero it's, movies. I it, this has a very good backstory. And I actually really enjoyed the series. But he is the archetypical character of he's just a bit too God-fearing, a bit too pro-USA democracy, loves, you know, just he's too perfect. He's too rigid. He's just too this is the way things have to be and this is democracy and we're going to protect it and we're going to allow people to make horrible choices and not take that away from them because they're allowed to make free choices and it's just like gag me (laughs) so bad (laughs) i cannot take i would definitely i've always joked i would be a super villain but i'd probably do something good and end up being one of the superheroes but i just can't take that level of patriotic red white and blue and i'm american um just no gray they're so pure and i like characters with flaws i like characters with doubts i like characters like question i love clever clever characters and when you're that rigid you're not clever you just see with blinders on 
and I yeah. just don't like them. And there's a couple characters that I could have used for this one. Like Jean Grey in X-Men is very similar. She's like way too goody two shoes. Uh, Captain America. Ugh. Just no, 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 no. And it seems like it's a superhero trope where you have the perfect one. I mean, his name, Utopia. It's just no. I I just can't do it. I want flaws. I want weaknesses. Not weaknesses that you're just so perfect and you're upset the rest of the world cannot match your perfection. Yeah, no, I agree. And it is, it's so tough because we're talking so much about uh, these uh, very important like uh, characters or the importance of making good characters. And, yes. then, and then we can come up with like a ton of these really, <laughs> really annoying ones. Yes. <laughs> They're out so, uh, there, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Your number two. Yeah. So this is... Well, this next one is one of those characters where I just couldn't wait for another character to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my number one. I wonder if we will have a match. <laughs> yeah, he's a real little beep that is extremely <laughs> sadistic okay this might be a match hmm. sounds like my number he's one. like one of the worst and also most unlikable characters that i can think of okay i can't wait to hear this yeah and i also found on the internet that ranker you know that uh, internet service that sort of ranks different things mm-hmm. they actually did an online poll asking who the most hated character in tv history was and yeah. this character was by far on the top of that list. Ooh, all right. So he's a spoiled brat that makes life miserable for everyone else. And uh, why don't I just play the clip here okay. and then uh, you can tell me who this is. All right. My mother wishes me to let Lord Eddard join the Night's Watch. Stripped of all titles and powers, he would serve the realm in permanent exile. And my lady Sansa has begged mercy for her father. But they have the soft hearts of women. So long as I am your king, treason shall never go unpunished. Sir Illyn, bring me his head. So you can hear who that is, right? Yes, I can, because this one is my number one. So is Jeffrey Barathon, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because when you God, said he's annoying. spoiled brats makes everyone's <laughs> life hell yep rooting for him to die oh he could not die painfully and fast enough yeah <laughs> no, but actually very honest uh, and i'm very, being very honest here right it, it is very very rarely where i have watched a series where i actually like not like oh it would be nice if this character disappeared or if, if, if sort of but actually rooting for somebody to kill him i i can't remember <laughs> almost that ever happening until this character showed up in game of thrones jesus christ he's annoying he is and my husband said almost the exact same thing he's like he loves game of thrones which is really cool because he doesn't watch a lot of fantasy with me and except for that he's like once that was over, once Jeffrey was gone, he was good. And we almost started watching it yes. again. He's just like, as long as we skip those episodes, he could not <laughs> even take him knowing what was coming. And for me, I had to say that he's he's definitely the worst. But Viserys, uh, Targaryen, and Ramsay were also two in the show where I was like, die, 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 die. You know, you want yes. them to be horrible ends as fast or as slow as possible you know i agree but 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 there was i, I agree ramsey was also somebody you, you rooted <sighs> for him to die but yes but ramsey was not annoying in the same way i no, feel he was just I mean, ruthless yeah yeah he was just ruthless and he, he was not a nice character at all and you no. certainly did not root for him whatsoever but no. still he was just not annoying in that same way whereas mm-hmm. this character was, i still remember the episode when he finally died, he was just like, yes, yes, yes. It was like watching a football match or something like, yeah, finally. <laughs> I know, isn't it sad when you're rooting for, I think it was a character, it wasn't a real person, but rooting for their death because yeah, he that's bad. 
I give George R. R. Martin credit for making a character that you're like, oh, please die. Everyone <laughs> in the world can get behind wanting this character to die. That is amazingly powerful. He, for a villain, a young villain, he just fantastically horrible. You want him to die. Yeah. So it's it was in, unlike some of the other examples. It's excellent writing because you really hate him. It was my number yeah. one. Your number two. I can't imagine what your number one is. Oh, my number one is so bad. Well, I'm going to let you, <laughs> since that was my number one, we can skip to yours. And then if it isn't your number one, I have, like I said, a dishonorable mention. Okay. All right. So my number one, and honestly, I knew right away when I made this list that this character <laughs> had to be the number one. Oh, and he boy. is worse worse than any of the other ones that I've mentioned. Oh gosh, I can't imagine anything worse than Jeffrey. Oh, uh, just wait here. Uh, <laughs> and I have to say as well that I love this universe. I love these movies, as do millions and millions of other <laughs> people. All right. However, I am not the only one who find this character incredibly irritating. Oh, let's he- hear it. He was originally designed to give some funny laughs, but okay. instead he is just so incredibly simple-minded and stupid that he becomes intolerable. Oh, so geez. let me play this uh, clip here for you. Sounds good. I'll try again. Maybe it didn't take. Hmm. Uh. Okay, interesting. Oh, no. Oh no! Uh, let me fix it here. I can fix All it right. really quick. I think. Oh, boy, boy, I love you. you! Almost got us killed. Are you brainless? I stack. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Now get out of here! <laughs> no, no, Mister Stack. Mister Kojaja Binks. Mister your humble servant. No. Oh, now it it just keeps playing. That's how annoying it is. <laughs> you can't stop it. No. <laughs> Oh, you're right. Jar Jar Binks. Yes, I saw Jar Jar Binks on so many lists as just hated, 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 hated. Everything from his character, his idiocy, to the cultural appropriation of what they based it on. And yeah, people hate Jar Jar Binks with a passion. I I hate him with a passion as well. I still think Jeffrey is worth he is just so incredibly annoying that he <laughs> almost destroys, like, I love the Star Wars movies, yeah. but this character almost destroys those movies where he's in. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's he's incredibly painful. I think uh, one person had one redeeming quality, saying at least your kids can probably laugh at him, where there's other characters like Jeffrey and others that are just like, no one laughs at them. They're just so bad or horrible that you're you're not yeah. giggling at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but Jar Jar is definitely up there. Like I said, I still think Jeffrey's worse, but yeah. Mm. (laughs) All right, so you want to hear my dishonorable mention? And I'm actually surprised you didn't mention this one because you stopped watching this series because you couldn't take this character. Oh, which one have I not thought about that I should have (laughs) thought about then? Lucifer from the TV series. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, (laughs) he he is really annoying. But I, yeah. He didn't annoy me as much as these five did, but but uh, he is annoying. He is annoying, and I have I did watch the whole series, and I just uh, just they just released the final part of it, and it was worth to me. It was worth watching, but even his character arc is amazing. He goes like for our enagrams, he is at the bottom, 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 and he goes all the way up to the top over the course of the series, which is amazing to watch. Little slip ups where you know he backslides a little bit fantastic writing that way and that's why i enjoyed the series and what he becomes is amazing but there were times that your i was just going oh my god i cannot take this <laughs> level of arrogant stupidity yeah, self-centeredness exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah those first few episodes were painful but once you got more into the story and once you got into the detective chloe and what is going on there and then you and I will. I love the fact that Netflix did allow them to finish up the series and finish up the story arc because the writers did a fantastic job of doing that and tying up all these loose ends. So the series itself was definitely worth watching, but there were times mm. that I was just like, holy crap. They had him start at such a low, low point that if I was writing a book, 
I don't know if I'd want to have you have you take a big risk to start with a main character that is that much of a ugh. yeah. But they did such a good job of pulling him all the way up to the character arc where he's at the absolute other end, and it's amazing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I oh. think this is a tough one to conclude on, uh, Autumn, because there's a lot of pretty bad characters <laughs> on these two lists. There <laughs> are. I think we have very good points on both sides. You had some really annoying characters, and I think my list with their very specifically, purposely genre chosen um, yeah. uh, niches are very was very well done. If I say so myself. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, at least you argued as well good for your you argued well for your list as well of course some of them I have not watched so I don't know Uh, and same for me of course some of my list you have not watched so you also don't know no Um, I think we might have to leave this and then we had a couple where we just agree yes I I think we can say Jeffrey is one of the worst characters out there ever but yeah he is he is alright well maybe I don't know we have to have a have to have the listeners weigh in. Maybe we miss someone. Did we miss someone who's could be worse than these? I don't know. Right. Yeah. I, I'm even though I started out by saying that I should win this one because I both had I had audio clips prepared, which I do think I should have some point for. You get a point for audio and, clips. <laughs> I did not have time for audio clips. <laughs> and you got a point for being genre specific to fantasy, Woo! so so that's pretty cool. Uh, and then we had a couple where we either I didn't know yours and you didn't know mine, and then we had a couple we agreed upon. So maybe <sighs> actually from the beginning I would have been as sad as I said in the beginning for not winning because <laughs> I actually came more prepared than you did. But we did. On the other hand, you pulled some pretty good stuff out of your sleeves there. So Bella. maybe <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Bella. Yeah. So maybe uh, maybe we can maybe we can make it a draw. I actually I don't right. feel too bad about a draw. Woohoo! That's pretty good for last minute homework. Ding ding yeah. ding! <laughs> All right, I, I agree to a draw because yeah, that was a pretty much a whipped up this morning list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but but as you said, uh, if some of you listeners uh, can think of some really annoying characters that we forgot about, then uh, please let us know. I would yes. like to know what those are that we missed. Or if you liked any of these characters, please tell us why. Please. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and we promise not to start arguing with that's you. True. We'll just say, okay, we accept your point of view, and that's it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just curious, especially Bella. Why? <laughs> especially Bella. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next Monday, we are back to the topic of writing craft. Uh, I always enjoy those two, and we are going to talk about how to maintain your story flowing despite all of life's challenges. If you like what you just heard, there's a few things you can do to support the Am Writing Fantasy Podcast. Please tell a fellow author about the show and visit us at Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. You can also join Autumn and Jasper on patreon.com slash amwritingfantasy. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll get awesome rewards and keep the Am Writing Fantasy podcast going. Stay safe out there and see you next Monday.